everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm here again with Inez. Inez, how are you doing today? I'm I'm good. A little harried. Uh, we're, we're getting to this late because uh, the traffic was so bad in Manhattan. Coming back from I was I was um, in DC and coming back, it was so slow that I got an alert I didn't know existed mm-hmm. from Uber, um, wondering if I was being raped in like a back alley somewhere <laughs> because the ride had not moved and it sent me like a safety alert wow. uh, because we had been in the same place for so long. Mm, that's amazing. That's amazing. So I wonder if anyone has ever been saved by that. They do that. It makes sense. Like, it, it, yeah, I didn't know that they do that, but it makes sense. Right. Like if, if somebody takes you out to a, um, a, a passenger out to like some random place and then just stops mm. in a um, empty place, like, and, and does crimes of various sorts. Um, yeah. Anyway, it makes sense, but I had never seen that before. So the traffic was officially so bad that Uber thought. And, and you just pressed like, okay, is, what's the options? Like, okay. Or call the police. Yeah. It asks you if, if you're okay to press this button. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty- I don't know what happens if you don't do anything with it. Like after a certain amount of time, do they just assume that? You're I mobile, would assume I not because they would probably be, they would probably be sending like police everywhere all the time. Right. Because like a lot of people would yeah. not check their phones. Um, and they would be getting this up. Nobody ever, if, if people didn't respond every time they sent someone, it seems to me like that would, that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, or maybe they know. contact the driver because the, the driver has like, you know, the app open. So probably they would. Yeah, that makes sense. You. Yeah. If the driver doesn't answer, then they send it. Yeah. That yeah makes people sense. are were scared of Uber when it first came out, but like it's more, it's safer than the taxi because they're in the old style taxi. They're not even tracking where they are right now. Everything is sort of tracked with surveillance, but this is like always been like more, much more surveillance than like a regular taxi, right? So I always figured an Uber is probably like one of the safest places you can be. Yeah, although they track the taxis, I was amazed. Um, the only government service I've ever interacted with that I was impressed by uh, is 311 in New mm. York. Um, I left my bag in a taxi and all I could tell them was the approximate time and my pickup and drop-off locations. And they, within 10 minutes, they found the exact cab and connected me with the driver. And what is 311? So, yeah, it's like you call like a service. It's like a sub-emergency uh, service. They also deal with like all kinds of And they're plugged sort of into the taxi stuff. network? Anyway, so what else would you call them for? Yeah, among many other things. Yeah. They're they're kind of like a, a butler for New York. It's actually <laughs> incredible. I don't know if, if other cities have this, but I've never interacted with that service before. I was I was really impressed for what it's worth. Three one one, really impressive. That's interesting. What else would you call them for? Um, I, I think also like uh, they keep track of so some of the to report like a manhole fire or to um, like something all, all the infrastructure stuff, water, heat. Like if it's something with the city versus the building that you're in, um, they do all kind. But I think they do a, a really random grab bag of things, honestly. Mm. Yeah. Everything that's not, you know, police or emergency related. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. So yeah. yeah, I've been I've been off Twitter for like like the not off, like I tweet like ten times a day, but like that's off for me. I I've been <laughs> like I've been not checking Twitter. I just if I see something interesting in the news, I'll I'll post it. Um, but I haven't been checking Twitter at all. And I think because they might have do you ever get you get shadow banned? Um, I mean, I, I, it's hard to tell, but I definitely, um, go through periods of like where 
my engagement tanks yeah. completely. Um, yeah. Like nothing that I say and I, I, it doesn't seem connected to me changing what I tweet. Um, and so, yes, I, I suspect I thought, it. Um, every time they change the algorithm, yeah. it, it, get, it changes again. And Okay. Well, I thought me and Elon were buddies now, so I thought this doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, but it apparently does. Um, so people are seeing like my tweets – uh, not sh- like, like if you click on a reply to my tweet, you'll see the reply and then I'll say my tweet is not available. And then like, if someone will go to my, uh, it's just, it's a weird, th- it seems like a glitch. Uh, but I don't think it's a glitch. I think it's, I think something else is going on. Um, well, there was one technological improvement to Twitter that I, I, for, I have mostly disliked the updates, the sort of tech updates. Um, but this one, allows you when you tag, you're trying to tag someone to search like you would in the search bar. So, cause before, I don't know, like unless Twitter prompted the exact person and it was very messy and biased in doing mm. that, you had to actually know the person's ad oh, handle mean, like, to tag them. Like it wouldn't pop up. Yeah. Like, so a lot of the people that I follow, like I, I would have to remember their strange handles and, or I couldn't type their name into like, mm. which they had, um, it, it just wouldn't You're pop talking up about this here. I'm showing um, it to you on and, the phone. You're talking, let me, you probably can't tell what this is, but it says, uh, show me, find who your search is. This thing at the bottom. Find yeah, who. Yeah. Yeah. That I didn't have that. Until I've always had this. I've, uh, I've literally always had this. You know, again, I don't know. Maybe I just Inez, didn't. And then there's like a drop down. See, so you see then Inez is right there. Like, yeah, I've always had this. Yeah. I I have not. Maybe it's just like I didn't update weird, it or something. What a weird but, app. We're like everyone so has I had to I had to at I had to remember people. So like you know some people go by initials yeah. or something, um, and I had to try to remember what their initials were to to actually tag them. Or I had to save draft, go into Twitter, type them in the regular search bar, remind yeah. myself of what their exact handle was, and then type it. It was very. Very yeah, annoying. I mean, it's Twitter is such a yeah. weird app where it seems like everyone has different features at at every time at different times, right? So it'll be like you'll have something and I won't have something. And there was the, um, I mean, it's entirely possible. I just too dumb and didn't notice it. Like it, that's entirely possible too. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so I got I, you know I got I got mad at Twitter. I just sort of had a you know the, the, you know, like a, was feeling very aggrieved by this, but it's actually it's it's obviously better for me. Right. I like, I got more work done. I got an, I had an essay today. I have an essay coming out tomorrow. I want the, you know, the Substack is really where I want to focus on. I don't want the, I think the Substack is just so much better uh, than the Twitter. And so it's like, it actually was taking a lot of time. So yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there less from now on. Well, I, I can see that for the way that you use Twitter because you mostly use Twitter to throw out your various hot takes um, and cultivate engagement. Not, not. I mean, I, I know you agree with them, but you know, you're, you're. Um, it's a more one way the way that you use it. Like you're just putting the content out there, and then. Um, whereas I think I always used it much more as a genuinely social network. Yeah, if that makes sense. I like yeah. I talk to people in the comments, and like I have friends that I've made from Twitter. I have Twitter friends, and then I have. IRL friends that I've made through Twitter and I use it much more as an actual social network. So for me, like Substack wouldn't, wouldn't really yeah, do that. Yeah, you're right. Although I guess the comment section, I mean, there are people who repeatedly no, there's comment so on much these podcasts there's, and stuff and I think yeah. starting to get to know like your comment yeah, section. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Comment section. Good job. You're getting to know Inez. Yeah. It, it is just a higher quality. Like I, I just, there's too many dumb people on, on Twitter. 
They are terrible. I'm sorry. Maybe you have smarter people than me. Maybe I draw dumb people and maybe it's my fault. No, I think I just don't, I don't mind. Mostly it makes me laugh. I mean, there are some times that I get really pissed off, but for the most part, I just, I have much more of a, I think I've said it on here before, like a much more crazy taxi kind of a view on, on what Twitter is, um, that you're getting everybody's sort of unvarnished id at best. Uh, and I kind of like that rough and tumble aspect of it. And I like the social aspect of it. I like, um, I, I used to be, people always say, don't read the comments. Like I used to always read the comments on, um, op-eds that I write. Uh, and like, I, I think I used to, I used to comment on a lot of articles. Um, and you would learn, I, I've read some really insightful things. Yes, of course, 90% of it is is sort of all caps, you know, same the same way that Twitter is, but you find people who you would never have read because they're they're doing normal things yeah. with their lives, not like writing about politics. You never would have heard that point or read that point. I don't know. I I've generally found No, I'm pro Twitter, obviously. The anonymous yeah. tweeters and the um and and uh, the comment sections actually uh, be a source of of a lot of insight and, and interesting points that mm. I wouldn't have Otherwise, okay. not. Have you looked at my comments? I mean, maybe my comments are just particularly yeah. bad. Not my comments. I mean, by me. I mean, my people who are. <laughs> oh, yeah, on Twitter. People who reply to my tweets. I mean, that's that's the price you pay yeah, for. Uh... Too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Well, anyways, yeah. I liked it when I liked it when uh, there was like three weeks where it was just like everything that you said would trend. I can't remember what the the successive things were but there was there would be like one that would piss off the right and then one that would piss off the left and they would all trend and and everyone would see them and like the entire discourse in my part of twitter became what richard hanania said there was a slate a guy who wrote a slate article recently and he was talking about for you and twitter uh and he was like my my for you tab is i don't remember what he said this thing and this thing and then that richard hanania guy so the slate writer is just angry because the for you is just is just forcing forcing me onto him uh yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, people people notice me, but it's too. It's uh, it's you know, it's it just it's just about balance. Uh, that that stuff, just throwing the bombs out there, takes the least time. I do engage a little bit in the comments. I mean, I do, and like I engage in in a way of like I get engage enough with them to like know what annoys them and then like push their button again. But this is this is actually a, it's actually a lot of work. It's not as easy as it's not as easy as it seems. That's, <laughs> Well, perhaps we should talk about the serious things happening in the world instead of yeah, my Twitter, our my Twitter habit. Twitter. No, but it's it, it's important for me. But anyway, the the point is, I'm I'm finding a balance. I'm just not doing it during the day, and then at night, I'm I'm uh, uh, you know indulging in it. You know, I think there's just <laughs> just a balance. Rejecting Twitter is a bad idea. And Twitter is your dessert. Twitter is my dessert. For the day. Yes, I was on that uh, treadmill during the day the other day, and I was just walking, and I'm like, okay, I can reward myself by by checking Twitter. I'm doing <laughs> something t- evil, and I'm doing something good at the same time, and so it sort of it balances out. Yeah. So there's yeah there's stuff going on in the world. Are you excited about the Are you excited about the Nikki Haley surge? She's now in a comfortable third place. <laughs> yeah, you know how I feel about Nikki Haley. Although she did recently say uh that she was in like she basically tweeted some stuff and and came out with some statements about like defunding universities and how unacceptable it is that universities are now the hotbed of pro hamas like mobs right um and you know all all the fair criticisms of sort of the the neocon 
uh, right for for sort of only caring about this. She didn't. She sure is. I guarantee you, she didn't tweet that in 2020, for example, right um, during the the BLM riots. Yeah. But that being said, I always ready to welcome a new a new ally uh, on on the destroy American University so you, side. You like, so glad to welcome you. Like her. this Haley? Perform- I mean, it's so over, at some point it becomes so over the top, right? She she says, "I will change the federal de- definition of anti." I didn't know there was a federal definition of anti semitism, but okay, uh, to include uh, denying Israel's right to. You have reached the end of the free recording for this episode of Clown Car. To listen to the rest of the episode, please consider becoming a paid subscriber.